0: Welcome to another great edition of Talking Tigs. I'm Scott Gerard. Joining me tonight, uh, well, I think you know, but it's Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger, as we do every week here, uh, just talking about the latest things in college football with LSU and beyond. Uh, might even have some LSU basketball. this week, Some good news at that. Um, before we get into anything, I wanted to check in with the co-hosts. Uh, we, we were going to have some technical difficulties, but uh, luckily for us, Tommy is resourceful. Smart and he's with us tonight. Uh how how are you guys doing? Uh good,
1: Scott. You know, like you said, I'm having some technical difficulties. So we're having to do it the old-fashioned way. I'm calling in on my uh on my landline instead of um how we normally do it on the Zoom. So um not actually my landline, but I am calling in. And uh <laughs> so I'm happy to be here and happy to, to talk LSU with y'all. Um am glad we could get it to work out.
2: Yeah, doing well. Um, not a crazy exciting week in terms of news, but uh, developments is always, and we're going to break that down for y'all uh, as we get into bowl season here in, in just a few days. So that's always a, a fun time. You get to watch teams that you haven't seen the entire year um, and maybe ever. And so that's always something to look forward to. And the college football award season and all that is, has moved on. So, Uh, everything's winding down as we head to christmas
0: yeah it's winding down and but you know in other ways it's kind of picking back up right like um transfer portal is still active um i think it's a hot hot recruiting time i know our coaches hit the road right after uh the sec championship game uh you know trying to recruit some guys i know desmond ricks for sure Um, cause a lot of these guys, I think some of these guys are announcing soon right at the early deadline. I think there's somebody announced on Thursday. Uh, but then, you know, there's, there's still a long push until national signing day. Uh, but until then, um, I don't know. I, I think for the most part, the Tigers have fared well in the transfer portal in the sense that not many people are leaving. I mean, we had a couple of guys declare since we last recorded, that'd be cam wire colby fields they both entered the uh, transfer portal as did cole taylor actually um i thought he'd be a shoe in to stay but i I guess not um you look at that and then you look at the guys that are declaring for the nfl draft you got bj ojalary jay ward uh dre jenkins just came out today uh if i forgot anybody let me know but I think all in all, some we kind of expected. Well, I mean, as far as the declarations for the draft, I think we probably expected those guys. But um, I don't know. I don't think we've been – I think we've been pretty fortunate so far. We didn't – I don't know if we – who we're pulling in. Uh, I know we're probably going to look for a running back maybe. There's one that came out of South Carolina today, by the way, that declared uh, – maybe they put himself in the portal. Uh, we were probably looking at running back, maybe defen- – I know defensive line – I don't know, maybe a cornerback again? What do you you guys think?
2: Well, uh, like you
0: mentioned,
2: I was going to say, like like you mentioned, we haven't really been decimated in years past, like 2019, obviously, with all the talent going to the NFL, or even last year with just the transfer madness with everybody leaving. It's been not too terrible, um, losing a few starters to the league and to other teams. But I think the the defense is the focal point. Um, I was looking at kind of a, A mock-up depth chart and then we're we're pretty thin on cornerback and and linebacker especially um, with Mekhi Garner, uh, Micah Baskerville, Mike Jones, uh, Jerick Bernard Converse, Jay Ward all going uh, to the NFL and so we're left with like three cornerbacks basically and about three linebackers so I think that's something that um, Brian Kelly is definitely going to target in the transfer portal because we got a few uh, new recruits coming in. But you can't always depend on true freshmen to start Week One in the SEC. So, um, yeah, not all
0: Harold Perkins.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean you got once in a generation talents, but uh, most people don't quite live up to that billing, even with the the talent that LSU does bring in. So we'll be looking elsewhere. We haven't really latched on to too many people at this point, but I'm sure that the coaches have a big board of the. 2000 plus players in the transfer portal that they're trying to sift through and and find some diamonds in the rough uh what do you think tommy
1: yeah i mean i think i think you're right i i look at but i look at the whole defensive back position both safeties and cornerbacks is a place where i think we could use a lot of help because um even even with uh you know safety not being depleted like you mentioned cornerback is with Jay Ward leaving like he was a a uh, a stalwart on our defense probably the, the I would say the most reliable guy throughout the entire year on our defense and um it's going to be you know we're going to need somebody to replace him and I hope I hope you know maybe that person is already in our um in our on our roster right now but it, with some of the people who've already left like uh I mean we lost Jordan Tolls who was kind of one of those um one of those highly touted kind of like you talked about daniel the, the highly touted generational type player um at least talked about in high school you know he, he didn't even really never really saw the field for lsu um i well, think that I, another one to look at scott i think you're right is as running back uh clearly uh josh williams is, is you know the, is going to be our guy but um you know the jury's still out on kind of the, the whole running back position as a whole um I think that I think that if we can add, if we could add a real nice talent at running back, I think they would snap on that in a second. Uh just to give, you know, Josh Williams some help. Uh let alone, you know, give add some more talent to uh to our offense. And then of course it's it's kind of um it's kind of like the same story we've been talking about for 3 years now, but offensive line is still is still a problem spot. We've got some good talent coming in expected to sign on early signing day with uh with Delaine Heard. Um, but again, he's a true freshman. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, if we could add some some depth and some some experience um to the offensive line, I know uh Cam Cam Wire, a guy who played, you know, a, a, a decent amount for us over the past two years, um, he I think entered the portal today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's a, that we we're gonna have to patch some holes at the offensive line as we had to for the past couple of years. But I'm interested to see um, what Brad Davis and and Brian Kelly can look for and pick up in year two um, from the portal, as far as offensive of line goes, because that's that's been a high point for Kelly at uh, at Notre Dame. And you know, I'm wondering if if maybe we're clearing out a little a little bit of space because they've got their eyes on a, on a certain type of transfer.
0: Maybe yeah. I mean we got a good one last year, Miles Fraser. Uh, I mean he he kind of filled in in spots. He kind of took over for uh, Dellinger when he got hurt. Uh, but I mean he's coming back. But I mean it's with the injury and just I, I don't know. Like like we we could use him, but I don't know if we'll use him at center. <laughs> you know we 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 know we have two starters in two positions, right? And everything else it's kind of just just plug and play, baby.
2: Yep. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of the whole roster, <clears throat> I think there's about 75 players uh, estimated in terms of people returning plus a uh, true freshmen coming in, which with the 85 scholarship roster <clears throat> would give you about 10 spots left. They kind of flex a few towards like special teamers, like right at the end, maybe. So you're looking at maybe about seven to eight uh, transfer opportunities, which is plenty of room really uh, to get to shore up your, your lineup all across the board in all the areas that we addressed. Um, just a couple of key pieces could really fix, not necessarily fix, but uh, help this team a lot. And yeah, I think the defense, especially priority, uh, we seem pretty good on offense like wide receiver and kind of those skill positions uh, with the emergence of Mason Taylor, at tight end and stuff. We got quarterbacks to boot um, possibly too many. And yeah, so just need some veteran leadership in the defense and then we'll be good to go. Cause Brian Kelly did well in the transfer portal year one. And I guess we'll find out whether that's a recurring theme of his at LSU uh, in this upcoming off season.
1: I don't see why not. you know, whatever he was selling last year, I think he has to be able to sell it tenfold this year because there's proven track record of success at LSU now with an SEC championship berth in a a year that I think most people would agree. I mean, there was no reason why we should be competing for that. So, you know, if he was able to to convince people to come and and be a part of the program last year, I feel like he should have no issue doing it this year.
2: Yeah, last year was pretty much come here and, like, you can play as hopefully a starter for LSU, and, like, if that was enough to convince people – like to play as a starter for an LSU team that's bad, then what about LSU team that's competing for an SEC championship? I agree. So um, if we can, yeah, get one or two premier players, there's plenty of them in there, uh, running backs and tight ends, defensive linemen, then
0: uh, we'll see how it goes. What we did last time, like that was, he he, he was also focusing on guys from Louisiana. So it's it's amazing that, hey, you know, he filled the po- his roster so quickly with transfers that, we're work, you know. for the most part i'd say worked out but it was all guys from louisiana you know I'm, i want imagine they're still going to use that poll moving forward it's a transfer portal anybody that maybe lsu didn't give an eye to a year or two ago uh that's not happy where they are i you know i think that's that's a that's that might be a mutual solution just depends you know who that is and what exactly we need you know um and I mean there's yeah there's every somebody in every position out there that you, that you could use uh it just depends what the tigers want to put out there. I I if Jaden Daniels stays I you know I don't think we're taking a quarterback if he goes I you know I still don't know if we take a quarterback right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think a quarterback is maybe the position that you would that you would say uh we're most we would be most likely to pass on. But then yeah. again you know, it's kind of it's in the age of the portal. Like this is, you know, this is kind of a, a, a not going to happen. But imagine if, like, a, you know, the the big one they were talking about last week um, was the the North Carolina quarterback. Um, I'm missing his name. he State,
0: Leary. Uh,
1: no, the other, the, no, the North Carolina uh, Drake May from North Carolina, yeah. the Tar Heels. He, um, you know, had a great year and and was really highly touted. And I remember people saying, like, okay, he's, you know, he's going to transfer somewhere else. Looking at, they were, you know, really a um, hot destination for him was Bama, Uh, and he ended up putting out like a thing, like I'm a Tar Heel through and through. I'm staying here. But you know, when it's when you've got a premier talent who might be looking for a for an upgrade, like I I don't know if I, I feel like almost any place is on the table. Even even when you have LSU, like you know, as loaded as it feels like at quarterback, if this is not going to happen, but like, if, you know, Heisen Trophy winner Caleb Williams decided he wasn't happy, if he, uh, you know, and he wants to come to LSU, I think, I, I don't, I think anybody, you know, makes room or, and, and, you know, tries to make it work.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was kind of our situation last year because we thought we were set between Miles Brennan and, uh, Garrett Nussmeyer and the other people challenging him, even after Max Johnson and TJ Finley had left. And then Jaden Daniels kind of fell from the sky into our picture. Nobody was really had him on a radar that I know of. And then he just like popped in and then ended up being the full season starter. So yeah, if talent knocks on your door, then you have to at least uh, let them in for coffee.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, you do some, some nice, nice chicory. Um, So looking Again, I know they put some offers out in the transfer portal, uh, but I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see what 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 specifically we get. Obviously, we're not taking in that many. We took in what? Uh, what was it the first time? Like close to twenty? I think we'll probably do less than half that this time around. But you know, obviously, we're more a little bit more targeting. This sorry, bad bad verb. Uh, we're a little bit more strategic this time around because we don't just need to fill holes as bad as we did. So, um, looking forward, we did have – well, I, I think we do need to give credit. So, we had uh, six Tigers named to the all-freshman team. Uh, that would be Will Campbell, Emery Jones, Mason Taylor, Harold Perkins, uh, then uh, some special teams, uh, Damian Ramos, and uh, Nathan Dibbert, Dibbert right, yeah, so they're all freshmen SEC. Uh, congrats to them. And actually, uh, Harold Perkins was AP freshman All-American. Uh, just a crazy year for him. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, uh, I am th- I think we have a good foundation here. Whatever they get in out of the transfer portal or through the recruiting process over the next two or so months, I think we're in a good position. I'm stoked.
2: Yep, and we didn't have a whole lot of like all American best players in the country this year, obviously Harold Perkins made a lot of waves as a true freshman. Uh, and he, and he hopefully, I mean, stays healthy. He'll be on those lists in one or two years. I think the only player we have is Makai Wingo, defensive lineman, third team, all American, which mm-hmm. I mean, he had a good season transferring in from Mizzou and, and being a big run stuffer and a disruptor inside. So Uh, you're we're kind of used to seeing lsu players on those all-american lists so it's a little bit sad to see that especially after the success we had this year but i guess we can only uh improve from this
1: yeah i mean i think it's i think it's a theme it's this individually on the team in the same way that uh that you see with the with team as a whole um a lot of outperforming expectations a lot of um, great individual performances, but there's still just a lot, of, a lot of uh, ground to make up. And, and like Brian Kelly said in his uh, his post game speech at the SEC Championship, he was basically like, you know, look, this is what it feels like. We're we're here, but we have a lot of work to to, to get where we want to be. You know, this is this is a good a good step, but we're not even close to, um, you know, the level that we need to be at to to succeed on on this on a stage like the SEC Championship. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised that we have, you know, some some good but not great uh award recognition. And uh, next year I, I look forward to to seeing, you know, like a, a real true all American um as as Harold Perkins and, you know, other ones, others like that, kind of real stars in the sport.
0: Yeah. Um I actually had a chance to watch the SEC championship again. It was on I just caught a little bit a bit of it as I was waiting for something else. And, yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell that even, you know, performing at our best, you know, we just – we weren't able to stop Georgia whatsoever. I mean, they couldn't stop our backup QB for like a quarter or so, but, um, you know, it just just wasn't meant to be this year. But I don't know, man. You you could see it to like if – I remember we had a fourth and one, I think, in the third quarter. Like, I think it was in the red zone. We didn't get it. So we gave the ball back to Georgia, but you know, had they scored, we'd have been within two touchdowns. And I don't know. I mean, it's like we weren't, we weren't on their level, but I don't think we were drastically far behind. I think a lot of people say we were like, we were expected to get blown out and we were, but I I don't know. I think it's just, um, I, I don't think it's way far behind. Like we, you know, maybe we envisioned at the beginning of the year because um, we did all that with with our backup players, you know there are other guys that they weren't playing in in that game either, so uh, a lot to look forward to. Do you guys have anything else on on that or uh or recruiting stuff
2: uh not really I was gonna we were talking about the awards um did y'all oh, have yeah. any takes on uh Caleb williams winning the heisman u s c quarterback Obviously had a big season and, and big numbers, but Uh, It it was kind of a year where it was almost like nobody was that standout guy like Joe Burrow or Bryce Young last year um, or even Devontae Smith two years ago as a wide receiver. But um, I guess uh, Tommy's big thing was the the media wants USC to be relevant, and they certainly are are pushing that. Uh, Personally, I kind of at first I wasn't a fan, but then I kind of came around to like thinking the Stetson Bennett might have been a good pick because he had good numbers and he did everything his team needed him to. And George obviously is undefeated, so he's a winner. But they gave it to the stats instead, so it is what it is. Um, maybe an LSU player will be on there on that stage in some in the near future. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I think that I think that my uh, my theory is right. I mean, it, it, the I think that the media wants USC and wants to do everything in their power to make USC relevant again. Um, they you know have tried and tried and tried. And this is kind of the next step, I think. Um, I, not to say that Caleb Williams is not deserving. I think that you know there are multiple. There are multiple. I think there are probably six players in the country right now who are who are deserving of a Heisman, before, or or who are equ- who had an equally good season. Like you said, they don't. No one had a, a straight up standout, run away with it year. Um, but I really liked what uh, I think it was Desmond Howard said. Uh, during the show or after the show or maybe tweeted it, but he was like, you know, how, how Blake Corum or Hendon uh, Hooker are not here right now is, is beyond me, um, which I, I agree with. I mean, if, I think that if I, if, if I had to go with my gut and, and I know the injury didn't help him, but I still think that Hooker is the, is the standout player of the year. Um, So that's kind of my thinking, but, uh, and I, and I do think that there's some, some, uh, 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 some media stuff with with wanting USC to be relevant, but uh, you know, congratulations to Caleb Williams. He he did have a great year.
0: Yeah, and if you look at the, um, I guess the the more traditional view of how, how they view this award, it's you know it's supposed to be like the most valuable player for his team in the country, and if you look at it like that you know, I'd say you would have to give it to, uh, you know, Caleb Williams or, uh, dude was it Dugan from, uh, from TCU. Cause those guys just kind of put the team on their backs. You know, I, I, if, if, if something happened to Stetson Bennett in game one of Georgia, I don't know that they wouldn't still be in this position. You know, I don't know who they have behind them, but it's like, the team itself is so strong. You don't know. Um, and same with Ohio State, right? They're always three, four deep in quarterbacks. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like if you look at it like that, I guess Caleb William makes sense, even though they didn't really, you know, they didn't finish out the way that uh, you would want a winner to. But whatever. It's it's all the voters, right? People don't say it's a conspiracy, but there's running backs voting for this stuff too. So, I don't know. They they had enough um, one and two and three third-place votes to to be up there. So, I don't. It just worked out that it was all quarterbacks, I think. Although it does tend to favor quarterbacks every year. But I don't know, maybe Harold Perkins can be there next year.
2: I was going to say, <clears throat> do any of y'all have way too early Heisman predictions for next year? Obviously, Caleb Williams will be back to defend his. But um, sometimes it's kind of obvious, like Caleb Williams was one of the top names before this year and, and Bryce Young the year before that. But then sometimes they kind of come out of nowhere uh, to, to win it. Um, one... I might watch as Whoever's the quarterback for Texas, either Quinn Ewers or Arch Manning is a true freshman. That would be pretty crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, yeah, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, I think that especially, especially if it's Arch, whether it's this coming year or the year after that or the year after that, one year he will be in New York for a Heisman Trophy ceremony, mark my word. And it's some of the, it, you know, it's a similar thing. Like, it's just the the relevancy thing. A Manning... In te- at Texas, it, it just makes too much sense. And he'll put up the numbers. I mean, I think I think he'll de- he'll definitely put up the numbers one year to be in the conversation.
0: Oh sure, sure. Just by, by name alone, you know, right? They're they're gonna want to consider him. Like you said, they want USC to be relevant. They're gonna like all Arch Manning has to do is is not be horrible, and you know, he will be talked about. Trust me. One
2: last football thing. Obviously the bowl games start on this upcoming Friday. So before our next podcast, are there any games this weekend or or soon that y'all be looking at the very first day, Friday, the 16th, they have UTSA versus Troy. Troy had a pretty good season this year. So that could be a, a fun one to kind of kick it off. High scoring affair. Um, one kind of funny one on Saturday is the Jimmy Kimmel bowl at Washington state versus Fresno state. I don't know how a man can just appoint himself as a uh, being the sponsor of a bowl. I might have to sponsor my own bowl here if I get enough money together. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he just did that to be, you know, silly, uh, cause he could probably, um, but that could be interesting. Um, there's going to be some cool uniforms in the, uh, that SMU-BYU bull. I don't I think since ninety versus Louisville might be good, although I think they both have interim coaches right now, um, which is just crazy. I, I mean, our our opponent's going to have an interim coach, right, who I think he was actually the quarterback at Louisville back in the day, Brian Brougham. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in the Florida-Oregon State game, definitely. Anything stick out to you, Tommy, or are you just kind of waiting for the – for the main courses. I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be
1: watching them just because I, I love the bowls and I'll, I'll almost watch any bowl, but um, nothing really jumps out to me that it looks, it seems like must watch TV. Um, I mean, I, I think that uh, I, I'm, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the big bowls to come up.
0: Right on. Yeah. Same. Um, until those come around, uh, did want to catch catch you folks up on some uh, some LSU basketball news. Uh, they had a game here in Atlanta actually for the the hoops given. I don't know if it's a classic yet, but the hoops given tournament. Uh, they played Wake Forest, and you know what? I knew about it ahead of time, but forgot because I had uh, I'd had something planned, which actually ended up canceling at the last minute. But I'd forgot about the game, and then I just it dawned on me like right before they were going to tip off when I was checking the, see where the score, you know, like when they were playing, what station, if I could catch it, like, Oh damn, they're at state farm. But right. Was I, right. As I was like catching it on the TV there, it was when they were actually down by 20 points. I'm like, wow, I'm not, I'm not going down there and trying to find parking and buying a ticket for that. Little did I know that no, the Tigers was- were going to go on like a 15 to two run in the half. And they, they came back in, uh, And they won it. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, down big early. And it came back. Usually it's the opposite way for LSU where we uh, get out to a lead and then we choke it away. But, yeah, a good win against Wake Forest to improve to 8-1. and one. This is our first real kind of quality win this year after we narrowly lost to Kansas State a couple weeks ago. I looked, and our last four games have been decided by a total of 11 points. So the Tigers have been battling close with everybody, both good and bad, considering we beat UT Arlington and Wofford as well. I'm not sure we should really be hanging around with that type of competition, but I guess a win is a win. So they got a few more cupcakes on the schedule before the SEC uh, really kicks in after the new year. But yeah, KJ Williams, transfer from Murray State, who came with Matt McMahon, has been playing really well. He had 35 points against Wake Forest, which is pretty crazy uh, for a college game, at least. He had half of mm-hmm. our our stats yeah. and then the the rest of the squad starting to gel together a little bit. So um, all these random names that are we're having to learn that we don't know from last year. Uh, starting to mix it up. Adam Miller is still playing well in his return. happy to see that, but yeah, excited for some LSU basketball once, uh, this football season wraps up.
1: I, I think like most, I think like most, uh, diehard LSU, uh, football fans. I watched, I watch LSU basketball with one eye, um, up until the, the bowl, the last snap of the bowl game. But, um, I mean, I'm excited and I'm excited for, for kind of that sec play. And I mean, it seems like we're we, what, I mean, last year we were kind of in the same place. Right like uh, yeah. having you know we were we were playing well, not but not unbeatable, we were struggling with teams we probably shouldn't have, and we were getting and we got a few quality wins early on, so um I think that says a lot for a a team that's been through so much as far as uh, total roster change, complete uh overhaul of the program, new coach, everything um to be you know eight and one i'm
0: i'm not I'm not disappointed. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's, you have to be excited about where it could go. Uh, I mean, the schedule is about to get a lot harder, but uh, I think gutting out a win uh, against wig forest is definitely a good point. Uh, I mean, honestly, we're really a, a referee's call away from potentially being undefeated, you know, with wins against two power five teams. So I, I feel fine. I was able to watch some of the game anyway, and Uh, Just to see them come back and you could see, you know, Wake Forest just couldn't really stop it. LSU just had the plays. They were hitting the shots. Like you said, Tom, it kind of just like the opposite of what used to happen for us. But um, yeah, I mean, just to think it's, these guys are still, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if his system is completely installed and it's just a matter of working it out at this point. But I mean, they, in order to at least put, put up the fight they did just to end the half, you know, I was impressed with that, but then they come back and continue in the second half and took over the game. That was just, that was amazing. Keep your, keep your eyes on, or keep your, you know, stay aware of KJ Williams. You'll probably hear his name uh, a lot more. Uh, the guy's been just hitting threes uh, for the last few games. Now I think he was what five or seven on this last one. So he's, that's going to be, I don't know, that guy might be a uh, pretty clutch for us. Uh and yeah, Juice Juicey, he had a nice. He's actually one that got the, the go-ahead layup with like just a few seconds left. So um, it's good to see everyone contributing, right? It's like even even uh, Wilkinson, right? Like the lone holdover from from the lap, from the Will Wade era. Um, like he's he's come in and hit some clutch threes to start the scoring in some games. So um, everyone's getting involved. So I just can't wait to see these guys operating at a high level, which. We'll see in like a few weeks, I guess. Um, but, I mean, that was it. I don't think there was too much else there with that, with basketball news. I mean, it is it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I think that's about it. What else? Uh, Not much. Want to give a get well soon to Mike Leach, the tragic news today that he's um, in the hospital in critical condition. So I'm sure that'll develop over these next few days. So um, thoughts with him and his family, SEC and college football icon really in his own way uh so i hope everything's okay there even though i know it's scary
0: you just don't know i don't you know you're not really hearing anything even the team right like they don't they probably even don't know everything that's going on just because something like this nobody knows it's it could be wait and see or it's you know it could be something terminal but you know it's that's their business and they'll tell everyone else when they're ready so just say your prayers you know hope for the best um I don't know. I I was, I'd love the transition to something positive, but man, what do you, what do you think's going on with the saints? Like those guys just, I don't know. Like they, they snatched a, a defeat from the jaws of victory against the Buccaneers. Did you see that?
2: Yeah, I watched that game late oh, here on the on the East Coast. So it, I had to stay up to watch Brady come back and score 14 points in like three minutes to beat the Saints. I was like, yep, that's that's about it. If we had won that game, it would be a four way tie for first yeah. place at five and eight in the NFC South, which is pretty wild. But so we're we're out of it at this point and basically. Um and so it's a lost season, but oh well, they they gotta rebuild.
1: Yeah, probably got time for Dennis Allen to clear out his uh, his locker.
0: Mm. Yeah. Do you think they would give him more than one year, though?
2: There's been some some rumblings that Sean Payton may be looking to get back into the coaching sphere. And uh, if that is the case, you have to think the Saints might uh, try and throw him a bone, but, which would be a, a pretty interesting development.
1: I feel like he's going, I feel like he's got a, a big name in mind. I don't know where, I don't know where or, or what, but I feel like he wants to go. I feel like he wants to be somewhere else other than New Orleans. That's just me though.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, he, he, he mentioned New Orleans. Like he, he could come back. I mean, if you, if you're looking at the NFC South right now and you're thinking, God, everyone's five, it could be five and eight court. Hell yeah. Let me coach here. Everyone sucks. i the playoffs every year. Uh, even, even if we have a losing record, and I, I wouldn't feel bad about that, right? Like if the Saints made the the postseason at six and eight, I would not feel bad because that happened to us. We went up to Seattle, lost. So it doesn't matter any given Sunday, right? But um, I don't know. To, as far as Sean Payton, yeah, he could come back. I don't know. I think he'd want to. I, I you know I don't know if like uh, was it Mike McCarthy at Dallas is going to stay there or what? I mean, his team's actually doing good this year. Uh, I, I think he'd look at. Uh, I was going to say San Diego, but the um, the Chargers. I think he would probably look at the Chargers. Play a nice little cowboy. Yeah, that would make sense, game. especially with
1: um, Justin Herbert there. I mean, yeah. that's got to be an attractive, uh, attractive you know setup for an offensive minded guy.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, do you have anything else you wanted to uh, touch on? Otherwise, we could probably just wrap it there.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Enjoy the bowls this weekend. Um, we'll be in the middle of it next week and I'm sure there'll be some player shuffling and, and who knows what else with LSU. So we'll be on top of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm glad we were able to muffle our way through the technical difficulties. It seems like the people at zoom really did not want us to, uh, to be able to release our thoughts on LSU football. So, uh, we fought through the technical difficulties and delivered what I, what I would call a serviceable podcast. But uh, next week, I, I hope we can, you know, maybe have the production value a little bit higher and uh, return to what our, you know, valuable listeners are, are accustomed to.
0: That's right. Uh, gold. G-E-A-U-X-L-D, baby. Love purple live gold. We'll have that golden podcast for you next week. Uh, definitely keep an eye on the um, bowl games, but especially keep an eye on that transfer portal. I don't know. I have the feeling, um, you know, the tiger, the coaches are out doing the recruiting while they can. Cause I think there's a dead period that starts soon, right? Like there's a, there's some sort of dead period for like two weeks or whatever, and then it picks back up and then there's a rush before signing day. So uh I don't know. I think we'll, we'll hear something before the, the portal. It'd be nice to hear from our quarterback, right? Like if he's staying or going, I mean, he could put it all to rest, but I don't know. I guess maybe he's weighing his options. Um, but we shall see. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with that transfer portal. We'll definitely keep an eye on that. But, and uh, well, everything else, actually, uh, that, that comes across the uh, the wire. Uh, until next week, hope everyone has a good time, and you stay safe, you stay tuned, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on Talking Tips.